heathen, it's, it's, it's for us to go farther, you know? Every time I speak, I want the truth to come out. You know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver. You know, I don't want them to be like, they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. They know what I'm going to say. And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That ain't that what we're supposed to do. It's, I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world. But I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. And that's our job, is to spark somebody else watching us. We, we might not be the ones, but let's not be selfish, and because we're not going to change the world, let's not talk about how we should change it. I don't know how to change it, but I know if I keep talking about how dirty it is out here, somebody's going to clean it up. Hello, and welcome to the Dope Dichotomy Podcast. I'm your host, Mona Brown, and I have a special guest here today, um, Eddie Banks. Hey, I'm Eddie. She's an amazing young lady that you're going to find out a little bit more about. Um, we met through protesting here in Fredericksburg. Of course, you know there's a lot of things going on in this country. So I'm um, the, Dope, the Dope Academy podcast is going to do a three-part series about race in America, and this is the first episode. I want to say first, if you are tuning in on my um, my personal Facebook page, I will not be commenting and going back and forth with the comments on the watch party. If you really want to get in and have your comments answered, things like that, and be more interactive, please go to the Dope Dichotomy podcast page for that and go to the um, actual live broadcast from there. And that will help me kind of see who's saying what a little bit clearer. Also, we're going to have a call-in line later, so you can call in with questions or comments, things like that. But, um, so... The reason why I wanted to have this particular episode is because we do share um, a unique experience among other people in Fredericksburg, about 300 plus people. Uh, on May 31st and June 1st, while protesting, the Fredericksburg Police Department decided to use tear gas and rubber bullets on their citizens. Um, Nonviolent, peaceful protesting um, was going on. I was actually live at the time, so if anybody wants to believe the paper or whatever, you can believe whatever, whoever you want to believe as far as the writers, but you know me. Like usually, most of y'all, y'all know me. I'm not lying. I have live video. We have a lot of live video. It is what it is. And we're going to talk about it today. If you want to know my views on race issues in America and protesters and the so-called looters and the so-called agitators and um, what we need to do to progress forward, um, I'm about to let you see a speech, and that speech is going to show you exactly how I feel because I, I completely This is a coordinated activity so happening across speech, this nation, like and so here, we are in a state of emergency. Really Black care. people are dying in a state of emergency. We cannot look at this as an isolated incident. We had a little tech problem, and we're going to be back in just a second. This is a coordinated activity happening across this nation, and so we are in a state of emergency. Black people are dying in a state of emergency. We cannot look at this as an isolated incident. 
The reason why buildings are burning are not just for our brother George Floyd. We're, they're burning down because people here in Minnesota are saying to people in New York, to people in California, to people in Memphis, to people all across this nation, enough is enough. Yeah. And we are not responsible for the mental illness that has been inflicted upon our people by the American government, institutions, and those people who are in positions of power. I don't give a damn if they burn down Target. Because Target should be on the streets with us calling for the justice that our people deserve. Where was AutoZone at the time when Philando Castile was shot in a car, which is what they actually represent? Where were they? So if you are not coming to the people's defense, then don't challenge us when young people and other people who are frustrated and instigated by the people you pay, you are paying instigators to be among our people out there throwing rocks, breaking windows, and burning down buildings. And so young people are responding to that. They are enraged. And there's an easy way to stop it. Arrest the cops. Charge the cops. Charge all the cops. Not just some of them. Not just here in Minneapolis. Charge them in every city across America where our people are being murdered. Charge them everywhere. That's the bottom line. Charge the cops. Do your job. Do what you say this country is supposed to be about, the land of the free for all. It has not been free for black people, and we are tired. Don't talk to us about looting. Y'all are the looters. America has looted black people. America looted the Native Americans when they first came here. So looting is what you do. We learned it from you. We learned violence from you. We learned violence from you. The violence was what we learned from you. So if you want us to do better, then damn it, you do better. All right. Yeah, that's just, I've, I only I have mean, snaps for that. The first time I heard that speech, I got chills, and I was like, I agree 100%. And, of course, that speech went viral, and everyone kind of knows, you know, that speech by now. But that is definitely how I feel. Is that how you Yeah, feel? that is definitely how I feel. I mean, <laughs> for sure. So, it's a top behavior. It's it's taught. Like it's passed down generation to generation. So, we just got to deal with it and now they're mad that we're doing it back. Exactly. So, um I'm going to go into a little bit of <clears throat> the events that happened on um May 31st when I was there. I wasn't there June 1st, so Eddie will talk about that a little bit more than me, but I was there May 31st, and I'm just going to tell you kind of how it unfolded. Um, since I was young, I've always had a revolutionary spirit. I was definitely influenced by Tupac, as, as you saw opening um, the podcast today. Um, and I've been protesting for many, many years. I took my daughter to her first protest when she was like 14. So with everything that was going on in the country, um, of course people started to... Uh, have an uprising and wanting to speak out. My daughter came to me and said, hey, there's a protest happening in Fredericksburg with the youth. Well, I always like to uh, march with the youth because first of all, I feel like the passion is there and people will constantly tell them, oh, you shouldn't do it this way, you should do it that way, da 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 And really it's usually wrong 
So I like to be um, a voice of reason there. And I also like to be a voice of wisdom because when you have passion, then you also sometimes don't know where to put it and how to channel it correctly. But that's really not what I saw in this group. I saw amazingness besides like little agitators that were there. Um, so we, we decided to go to a protest in Fredericksburg. I'm thinking Fredericksburg protest is whatever. It's nothing. Um, we start marching and immediately I realized that I am now old, <laughs> that I am older because this generation of protesters, um, they don't take the same amount of breaks. Um, Not at all. We I was keep sweating. Got to keep it moving. I walked so many miles. I was like, I, I kept telling myself, like, you can do this. Like, come on, you've done this many times. Like, you can do this. Anyway, so we, we started protesting downtown Fredericksburg. Um, we were coming out of Fredericksburg and then we, I mean, downtown, and then we went up Route 1. And we were walking up a place called Cowan Boulevard. We were not going to the police department. Not that was not the intention at all. It just so happens that the police department is on its way. But no law against that, right? So we're walking to our destination, and all of a sudden, Fredericksburg Police Department decides to start um, shooting tear gas. So it went from a very peaceful, hours and hours of peacefully protesting to chaos, chaotic. I was pouring water in um, people's eyes and my daughter's friend's eyes. Um, I know that other people were pouring milk. We were running. It was crazy. And at the very end of this podcast, I have a video. I have the live video of when I went live at that moment. And I have a live video of when Eddie went live. And you're going to see it. And then you're, after that, you're going to see a compilation video of what kind of transpired those, those two days and what has kind of went on since then. Because she definitely has a story and it needs to be told. So, Eddie... Hey. That's my experience. And of course, you know, I was pissed. Yeah. I did not expect that um, in Fredericksburg. And I'm sorry that happened to you. I'm sorry that happened It should have never you. happened. I'm sorry that everything is ha that has happened to you has happened. You yeah, know, none happened of it should have happened. None you know? of it should have happened. And it's still happening. Um, they're, they're still doing little things. So we're going to talk about it. Yep. Um, so first of all, who are you? And what so, prompted you to get involved? I mean, just off of basic... My name's Eddie Banks. Uh, I'm from this area. I grew up in this area. I went to school in this area. My siblings went to school in this area. I know everybody around here. I mean, it's a small town. I went away to college, came back, and I've been here ever since. And it kind of bothered me after seeing how nobody was talking about the Breonna Taylors or the George Floyds. And it was all adding up. But I wasn't doing anything about it. And I was laying in bed and I remember just scrolling through my timeline and I had seen a post and they were talking about having a protest at Market Square. So I showed up and I was like, okay, cool. We're going to protest. Like, it's wrong. So why would we not say anything? That's, yeah. that's the, what it basically comes down to. And then we marched up and down the streets and nobody said anything to us. We were together. We were strong. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was the most, that was the closest I felt with anybody in this city in a long time. And the most amazing part was that most people did not know each other. No, not at all. And everybody took each other in because we knew we were fighting for something right. And now today, fast forward to today, it has, that, that group of people have developed into a family. Yeah, we have. It's, it's beautiful. And it's, it's beautiful. always growing. And we'll always be growing because 
this is about Fredericksburg. This is, I mean, this is about the world. This is bigger than Fredericksburg. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, we got, we've been tear gassed by our police department. We've been detained, not arrested, by our police department. We have had our our city and our police turn their backs on us. We have had city citizens in the city literally give us death threats. Like this isn't a small thing. Yes, yeah, let's talk about that. We're, so we're fighting for our lives and people think it's it's small and it's not. It's definitely not small. Um so after um what was it 30 days when we went back to the police department? Yeah, it was around 30 days. So about 30 days after the initial crazy travesty happened, we decided to go to the police department and do, uh, um, you know, kind of like a open forum talking to them to because because we kept saying who ordered the tear gas and you know <clears throat> what what are you going to do about these procedures and things like that and a lot of stuff happened. People people were um, detained without knowing where they were. I mean. People were shot with rubber bullets. People um, were legitimately ripped off the streets. Off the streets, just packed up. I mean, crazy. So we went there to talk about it, and many of us, you know, spoke um, to the police department, but they couldn't take anyone saying anything. You know, this is mostly young people. I want you to understand that. Who they gassed, I'm older, I'm 39, but who they gassed was mostly teenagers and young adults. I mean, and they not did not just that. There were, there were old people there. There were people carrying their children. I mean, it yeah. was a peaceful protest. There was kids there, little little kids. That's why if you when you watch the video, you'll see when you hear my voice, which is already scratchy from the tear gas smoke. But I was saying <laughs> you're out here gassing babies because there was little little kids. Yep, little kids was there, and I just could not even fathom it. Like I'm, I, I keep it 100. I really, really do all the time. I would tell you if oh there was a whole bunch of crazy stuff going on in the police. No. That they came for happened. us for no reason. They saw a group of people walking and mar marching, and they knew. They had followed the whole time, so they knew we were peaceful. I mean, and they said nothing. I mean, they didn't try to stop it. They didn't even try to get out and walk with us. No. Nope. We we yelled at them. We walk took, with we, us. We knelt in front of them and, and pled to them to walk with us, march with us, do something. But they did nothing, and they've always done nothing. And I remember vividly going up that hill to Cowan and um, a woman, I, I don't know her name, but she was around my age because we were joking about how, how our legs was hurting and everything. <laughs> we were joking, you know. Yeah, it's a long walk. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, girl, I got to get up this hill, you know. And um, she said, I have to say the police have been really, really nice and accommodating. And I looked at her and I said, don't ever think that until the sun goes down. Because whenever I've been at any type of march or protest, when something pops off, it pops off and the sun goes down. And I just have this this theory. And what was going, what, what happened? The sun started going we, down. The sun went down, listen, and I said this the other day, it was the prettiest sunset I think I've it seen. It was, that's why the and videos like, look crazy. Yeah, they look amazing, but you know, what's crazy is everyone's screaming in them. Thanks Quinn Booney, he said he loves the pictures. Yeah, well, yes, some, of them, hey. some of them do belong to Quinn, uh, Bonnie, so. Oh, well, yes. hey, I love the pictures too. That's why I took them. <laughs> Thanks, boo. <laughs> so, Quinn Bonnie is a photographer? Yes. Okay, a is. lot of these pictures belong to him. He actually uh, is uh, infamously known as the Antifa photographer. 
So Oh, they, they lumped him in with Of that. course, okay. of course. But he actually takes amazing photos and he's always taking in, you know, clientele and honestly, I'd book him. I mean, the majority of the photos that he's taken have been untouchable. They're like, dope. Because I have a whole bunch family. of I have a whole bunch of pictures for but I definitely like your pictures. So yes, thank you. Yes, um what's up, Lala? And Kaylee is in the house. What's up, Chris and Ray, Jamada, Trez? Thanks, everybody, for watching. Um, so, basically, we went to the police department to confront them and talk to them about that. They had all these different, you know, the, the regular okie doke. They had the older black people. Yeah. The older church people. The ones that were there for the, for the clout move. Yes. Instead of the yes. movement. So, they had them, basically, and I sat there and I watched them try to tell these young people that they were doing something wrong. And I knew they weren't because they were, they didn't do nothing wrong. They were, they were not doing anything wrong. So I kind of had to challenge an elder because it was ridiculous. Right. So then um, the police, they could not take and handle these young people who some of them have PTSD. Some of them are really, really traumatized. They're scared to even go on Chatham Bridge. They won't even go downtown. They won't go downtown and because this has because affected they're scared their life. Of looters. It's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, where's the looting that they talk about? What what happened? So, anyways, the the police turned their backs and and walked out while all mm -hmm. these people were um, asking them for questions. I mean, for answers. And we already know how that goes. So, you know, it was the okie doke. Um, and then fast forward to, in response to the protesting that was going on here in, in um, Fredericksburg, a Back the Blue rally was formed. Of course. Now, on the surface, most people will say, oh, a Back the Blue rally, what's wrong with that? That's not nothing against you guys. But if you really look throughout history and you look when these things happen, when there is uprising, people will have a knee-jerk subconscious reaction to try to back the police to make them have their support. Well, if they're good, then they should have your support. But if they're not, I'm not going I'm not going to support some rally when this particular police department and surrounding ones are doing things against the citizens. And I'm a tax-paying person. I have a business in this city. I mean, we're all I did not deserve payers. that at all. Nobody point, point de nobody deserved it. No. Nobody deserved it. So basically, a situation happened on June 1st yes. on the bridge. Um, and I'm going to just keep it 100. So a lady was there. She don't she she went and blew the story up and lied and made it seem like she was being attacked by all these crazy protesters and looters. Uh what's the fuck boy's name? Tucker Carlson mm -hmm. went on Fox News and decided to do a story on Fredericksburg, Virginia, and made it seem like she was a poor white woman who was attacked by all these people. And that caused many, many young people in this town to get death threats. That caused racist groups and KKK members to say all kinds of things online. And mm -hmm. a lot of those people, I wholeheartedly believe, were at the Back to Blue rally because that's what they were saying on that page that they were going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that I noticed a certain aesthetic. Did you notice there was a lot of people with bald heads and long beards that day? Listen, very... you can't, you can't, you can't stereotype. No, yes. no, no, no. Because I but know, yes, I know people there who were, have, but, but lots of because like that, that is the usual look, it definitely freaked me out. I didn't, I don't know if it was like in my head. So I was noticing it more, but I was like, this seems like a lot. What's going on? Now, don't get me wrong. I know some really dope people with bald heads and beards and that sucks that. That's kind of there. But they really, there was a lot of people, like, didn't have masks on. Kids didn't have masks on. 
Everybody was like really kind of close to each other. Nobody, I mean, they weren't even wearing helmets when they were riding their motorcycles in. I and, mean, come on, and they weren't getting arrested. That. Oh, no, because it's up to officers' discretion to mm -hmm. detain or arrest or even give a summons. So, which we're I wonder talk about that. I wonder what kind of, but we don't talk about that usually. No, okay, we can't talk about that. Never mind. Sorry. There's some ongoing things going on, so we have to st we have to stay off of certain topics. But I just want to let y'all know it's real. It's real. It's real all over. Um, this is America, and the world is a ghetto. So if you know what I mean, you know what I mean. The world is a ghetto, and this is America. If you don't yes, understand that, then inbox me, and I'll let you know. So what have you been doing since that day, since May 31st? Okay, so since May 31st, I mean, I became a part of Leaders for Peace, which was one of the peace groups that formed after we all got tear gas together and after all the police brutality and like in general and so then other groups formed as well and those groups were like AAC mm -hmm. which is activist allies and change TMC which is the melanin cooperative coalition. oh I would say coalition I know cooperative. Melanin cooperative <laughs> and then there was like uh the freedom uh Fredericksburg For freedom initiative nope nope that's afterwards yeah but that is one no uh Fredericksburg I'm trying to think well, there's been a lot. Yeah, of there's them. a lot of groups. There's a lot of groups. <laughs> Very grassroots, but I, when I tell you, I've never seen amazing passion the way I've seen it in these young people. Like I've, I've gained a relationship with them and just seeing them, um, just get into action. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times people talk about it and they don't do anything. I mean, but we came together as a community, and which is dope. That's, that's why Fredericksburg Freedom Initiative was formed, mm -hmm. really, because each group basically came together and we were like, why are there so many if we can just come together as a community? And just unify. And just unify. That's the one thing that everybody forgets in all of these like small revolutionary things is like unity. Yes. Everybody has to unify and that's why. Yes. Fred Hampton has a quote. Mm, it says, we cannot stop. Okay, I may be loosely translating. I'm saying it wrong, but it's, it's like this. We cannot stop racism with racism. We have to stop racism with unity. And that's when he was talking about um, unifying poor people together. And if you don't know, Fred Hampton also created the White Panther Party, which they never talk about. So he definitely, White, okay. Black Panther Party was not a racist group, like they try to paint them. But anyways, he was talking and saying that we have to unify because the government tries to keep you separated. Yep, talk about it. So there should be no separation, really, in activism, in my opinion. Whatever's petty stuff, you know, we should be able to get past it. You know, something egregious, of course. But um, everybody's just unified. It was beautiful to see. It's been beautiful to watch all of them, for sure. Thank you. We appreciate it, definitely. Mm -hmm. So when I said, what have you been doing since then, I wanted to let the people know. How many days straight did y'all march from May 31st I mean, technically, we're on day like 77, 78, but we marched for 62 days, 62 straight, days straight until the Fredericksburg 50 were freed, freed, but not really free. You know how freedom yeah. is. It always comes with a cause. Free-ish. 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 Because that's how they do it. Because they're allowed to. <laughs> so did you understand? Oh, uh, Law said Fredericksburg protest. That was the other group. Oh, yeah. Fredericksburg yeah. protest. Shout out to Wesley. Yeah, the best TikToks. AAC in the house. <laughs> um, so, what was I about to say? 
So you were talking oh, about... What I was going to say really mm -hmm. quickly is that we will have the phone lines open um, soon. And also, you can feel free to ask a question on the live, on the Dope Dichotomy podcast page live. And we'll try to answer it if we can. Okay? So we talked about... You, said, you just said the Fredericksburg 50. So for those who don't know... Can you tell what the Fredericksburg 50 is and why that was such a big thing here in Fredericksburg and all over the paper? Yeah, so the first three days of protest, 50-plus uh, people were unlawfully arrested and detained uh, for after curfews, which were set in place illegally. And they were and arresting it, people it, before It the was curfew. found unconstitutional, but people, we found lawyers that reached out. They were really great and they made it possible to have people represented because everyone knew this was wrong. Mm -hmm. So the community really came together and we made sure that resources were available for everybody if they needed them because we knew like we were, we were wronged in yeah. our community. Mm -hmm. So they, we say the Fredericksburg 50 because it was the 50 plus people who were unlawfully detained. Mm -hmm. um, and shout out to the lawyers that stepped up. That's dope for sure. Um, you are on the right side of history, and you will be rewarded for that. Um, as far as community coming together, that's another thing. So I have, like I said, I've been to many protests. And, yeah, there's people who, like, pass out water or, you know, they might sell some shirts. I have never, and this is a, this is a little small town. I have never, and I've, been, I've protested in city cities. Yeah. I have never seen the community come together as it has in Fredericksburg. So that's the positive of it. Yeah, we had some really messed up stuff go on, and that is wrong. Our, our city should not have treated us like that um, and treated them like that throughout. Yeah, there's been so many different things. But, I mean, I saw people of all races, all ages, setting up shop, passing out protest kits, passing out waters. I mean, yep. every time I marched. Fredericksburg, Fredericksburg Mutual Aid, Fredericksburg AAC, mm. they did that every day. Every single day we were out there, they were passing out waters. And people... They were trying to give them donations. They were like, no. Like, it's dope. They, they are literally still collecting donations. And, I mean, Fredericksburg Mutual Aid is still giving so much. And so is AAC. Like, it's crazy how the community has come together in such a, you would think, short period of time. But it feels like it's been years. It feels like forever. <laughs> I, I, I talked to somebody from I hadn't seen since May 31st. And it felt like I had talked to them two weeks ago. And it was like. 60 plus days mm -hmm. it's crazy how time has been working since all of this has happened and do you feel i want to i've never asked you this do you feel that this would have not happened um as far as not just protests here but protests throughout the world if covid hadn't happened because i feel like that i feel like covid is a period, period victory no i think i think that yeah it may have given it some exposure but at some point people were going to find out yes like, this was the perfect time because everyone was in their house watching their phone. See, that's why and I that's like, why George yeah. Floyd was the big thing. Mm -hmm. But there were people, people have been getting slaughtered in the streets for hundreds and thousands and for sure. of years. And no one has been saying anything. For sure. So I think it's, it's a great thing that COVID allowed people to try and educate themselves. But people should have been doing that before. And, I mean, I was ignorant of it as well. But everybody has to get on it. So we have a caller. I'm going to um, get to that call in just a second, but I do want to share something that I, I usually don't tell people. One of the reasons why I am so passionate um, in activism and doing what's right 
is because when I was in high school, I had an ex-boyfriend um, named Hussein Shahada, and we was cool. He was cool. He was cool, cool dude. It wasn't nothing like crazy about him. He wasn't in some crazy. You know. Oh, the whole name dropped though. I know. No, I did. I did. I, oh, okay. I dropped his name. I was just, I was going, just checking it. I, you, I dropped his name, Hussein Shahada. Hussein Shahada, however one way you want to say it. Um, and we was cool, like in high school and everything. So we didn't date that long, whatever. But he was a cool friend. I grew, I grew up, you know, moved away. I saw him. He was selling cars one time. I saw him again. He was still cool, whatever. And make a long story short, one day he went to Miami Beach, Florida with his fiance and his brother, and the police came and told him to put his hands up, and he did, and they killed him. Jesus. And there was no reason. He was not the suspect, none of that stuff. And what happened after that, I want y'all to really look at his case because it it rocked me to the core to the point where I could not even make it to his funeral because I could not believe that he was murdered in that way because he was really a good dude. That really prompted me. It prompted something in me. I've always had that revolutionary spirit, but it prompted me. But please look at his case because the cop was corrupt from the very beginning. You could see it. Um, they definitely didn't let him go. He, he committed more egregious acts. And then he was sent home with a $30,000 pension. <laughs> That's what happened. And it, so I don't want to start crying. That's what happened. But they're and allowed that to is, do that. That the is, system that is the story that. that happens over and over and over again. Now, he was Muslim, so they tried to twist things in the media because, because you know, we have, we have a problem with Muslims as well in this country. Yeah, you know? like, we have a problem with everything in with this everything. country. With everything. So <laughs> that's, what, that's what prompted me a long time ago um, to really, really start getting involved. And once you are involved, you can't really stop. You can't get back. Like once, you, once your eyes are open to how things work and you have a passion to fix it, you can't. But if you go back, it. it's like willingful ignorance and you oh, see yeah. those people everywhere who are aware of the things that are going on around them and then still decide to turn a blind eye like they don't see it and that's called cognitive dissonance <laughs> and i don't have no time for this it. too this is None. the information age i don't have time None. for cognitive dissonance i'm not going to do it so we're going to go ahead and take our call I, i'm done oh, oh he's gone oh he's gone okay yeah, uh, whoever that was call back sorry yeah i'm we're gonna we're gonna mute you until they decide to take the call caller sorry sean <laughs> I thought that was the live chat, Sean Kurt. Oh yeah, that's Sean. He's from Project Break Free. Shout out the squad. Hey Soraya. Hey sis. My daughter's watching. Uh oh. So whoever was calling, call back because I'm sorry I was talking, running my mouth, and I didn't know that you were gonna hang up. But you can definitely call in for sure. Yeah, we're down. I'm so, what's the most shocking thing you've learned? Um. Like what? What? Since you started your journey, what shocked you the most? Um, I think the way that people already knew things were bad, and instead of acknowledging it, just deciding not to acknowledge it, like systematically for mm -hmm. me, it's not just regular civilians. I think it's. How much I've learned about how the government is a way is allowed to just do whatever it wants, mm -hmm. and like there's laws away and towards everything in order to put them on top. Like there's there's no specific way to describe how the system works other than if it's fickle anywhere you look. Yes, and I think that's what shocked me the most is I knew 
But I, I think I didn't know to this extent until everything has happened that no matter how hard you try, it's always gonna try better. So you have to either break the system or outweight the system, and the system's been around for a long time. The system has been around for a long time, for sure, but the system, to me, is... When I look at the government, I look at it like pimping. I really, really do. It is. It's pimping. I and, mean, it's and slavery. What does a pimp They're do? allowed to slave you. But what does a pimp do? A pimp convinces someone... That they need that them. That they need them but in a certain don't. way. And if, and, and if we were to really unify as... Um, people in this country, they mm -hmm. would have to buckle to what we want. Yeah, but people people are scared or they like say, you know, I put this person in office when really that person's been in office for 12 years. Like mm -hmm. y'all just, y'all don't understand the time length of how long that person's being in there. We got a caller? Yep. All right, you can put them through. Hopefully we can get one. Really, it's all. He just muted himself. Oh, he did? <laughs> Unmute yourself. Okay. Okay. Can you all hear me now? I can hear you. Hey, Sean. Okay. Great. So, um, well, honestly, I um, what I said was basically. Unmute yourself. I am. Okay. Hear me now. I can hear you, Sean. Hey. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, what I said was basically. I didn't realize the live chat was from the Facebook well, comments. Honestly, I thought it was I, Zoom. Um, what I said was basically. Um, I'm hearing a. Uh, yeah, turn turn your um computer down. Watching the podcast, Sean. I didn't realize the live chat was from the Facebook comments. I thought it was Zoom. What I said was basically. I'm hearing a. Turn turn your um computer down. Watching the podcast, Sean. <laughs> it's so late. I love it. <laughs> Are you there? Is he there? No, man. He's muted right now. Maybe he's trying to fix it. So while he's doing that. Uh, oh, there you go. Is that oh, better? Okay. Yes, that's much better. All right, we're hey. good. Hey, Sean. Okay, we're good. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, I just switched to the headset. So Thank you. The audio doesn't interrupt appreciate the recording. It. Thank you. We appreciate it. That was a little little crazy. So what what's your question okay. or, or comment? Sean. Okay. Yeah, I noticed my my audio seems to be delayed by about um, seconds. So my um, my question was, um, I'm a little okay. You can oh no. Okay. Shout out to the okay, So as I was saying, I'm honestly kind of confused as to what is gonna follow this, like. Okay, we want to um, defund and abolish the police, right? Yes. But we also oppose like the piecemeal measures of community policing, and we don't oppose the concept of law enforcement either, though, right? Like when rapists, murderers. When, when you're you know, saying we, who, who are you? So, um, when, 
Like what's the, like our version of non-police policing going to look like? Okay. When you say we, who are you speaking of? Because one thing that you need to get very clear on is that we are not a monolith. So people, I don't, I don't even um, agree with abolishing the police completely. I believe in abolishing in the, in the way of recreating it the way it's supposed to be and abolishing a system that was started as slave catchers. But as far as not needing any type of um, law enforcement, we're not at that place yet. We're just, we're, I'm just going to be honest. We're not, we need correct law enforcement. We need the police to leave mental health. I mean, mental health issues alone. We need the police to happen overnight. Yeah. It's not going to happen overnight. So I want to be very clear about that because not everybody wants to, I mean, I, abolish the police so but in in a perfect world basically there would be no police whatsoever knew that which is why i was because community would check on each other that's what the perfect world is seen as um i'm not sure why it's delayed today is he on like a video thing yeah he's using video but there's a because it wasn't delayed before when we just did phone calls, so it might be the video thing but um so what what do we do from here to answer your question is we keep pushing, we keep fighting, we get involved. Um, we don't just sit back and talk about the political pro- process. We actually understand the political process. We go to council meetings, like um, we go to board meetings. If you have a problem with the way the educational system is in your town and you feel like they are um, using oppressive tactics, just which ask, they are. Ask questions. Yes, Look, you get have involved. A, you have a spaceship in front of you at all times. And you don't ever, like, people don't ever ask questions anymore. And I think that's what's important is, like, if you can question it, if you can think it, like, "Mm, I wonder, why don't you just find out the answer? Exactly. It's, I don't think it's as difficult as people are allowing it to be. And I, and I'll have to say this. I agree with Dave Chappelle. Um, If you watch his series, his series, um, 846. Mm-hmm. This is the last time. I really feel it in my spirit. I hope so. I feel it. If this does, if if change does not come quickly, who's telling what's going to happen? Because you cannot keep pushing people down and expecting them not to revolt. But you history can't. always repeats itself. It does, and it's it's consistent. And mm-hmm. people are always talking about breaking cycles, but like, no, this isn't this isn't the cycle that we're going to allow to keep going. Like. My my kids, I I hope I live long enough to have some. Mm-hmm. But my kids will not walk for me. Mm-hmm. I refuse, and I refuse to allow it to be like, it's it's all good and well. No, they're killing people in the streets because they're allowed to. They're ruining people's lives, people's careers, people's futures because they're allowed to. And these are just police. This is like a low level. And if you sit at home and you don't do anything, if you don't get involved. To me, you're complicit. How can you see what's, we are in the information age. How can you see what's going on and not be prompted to do at least something? And a lot of people will say, well, I just got to look out for me and my family. Yeah. This affects your family. Because what if your kid gets pulled over? Or what if, what if um, your child is treated differently? But if they're a kid of color, they're treated differently in school. Is it okay it, to always teach your kid when you get pulled over, have your license and registration ready on the dash with your hands up or no. out the window? Like, that is, that's not comfortable. That's not okay. It's not okay. It's it's how it is, but it's not okay. And and the 
way that it can change is if more people get involved. I watch people every day who are, to me, under the subconscious programming of capitalism. So they, they, they're all about me, 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 and my family, my family. No, well, let me tell you something, everybody. especially black people. That's not who we are. If you really, really research in history, we've always and taken care we've, of our, we're, we're, we're not that type of community. Not we all. are not that. We don't just, oh, me, 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 me. So we need to get back to that. You need to love everyone and really have a heart for everyone. Of course, protect your family. Of course, do those things. Yeah, but it's all universal. Like my sister told me today, we, was, we were really on the, on the way here. Uh -huh. And she was like, community, community is abundant. Like there will always be community. Mm -hmm. You will never starve if you, if you have community. And that's what we lack is some type of community, some type of unity where we're all together as like we take care of us. Because as everybody remembers, the night of the 31st, nobody protected us. We protected ourselves. Who protects us? We protect us. <laughs> and every day since we have and every day afterward we will. Because if they can turn their backs on us and they can pull us out of the car because they, they just want to. want to. Or if they can just kick in the door because they just think it's the right house. Mm -hmm. Or if they can just search you because they want to. It's, it's out of a want. They're human. And we need to remind them where their place is in this community, which is that is a job. If you went to work, if, if you just asked me to come to this today mm -hmm. and you were like, all right, we're going to tear gas 300 people and then we're going to start. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? We're just going to go ahead and tear gas them, get them out of the way. No, and then not even that. <laughs> You're allowed to do whatever you want, basically, because if you if you see them act like they're fighting back, we'll say it's looting. I mean, they put out a whole report where they, like, said yeah. everything was unfounded. Lies. Everything was unfounded. Lies. They said they found, they had calls coming in from all over the city about the jewelry store downtown getting broken in. <laughs> and then what did they do? Go down there twice. Twice in the report they went down there. And what it was it? Unfounded. It's always unfounded. Yep. The Everyone has said we've been peaceful. And yet... The tear gas was, was justified. Because they pull the okie doke. They're allowed to. Constantly. Like, how do we have a Breonna Taylor law yeah. and her killers have not been arrested? Yeah, they're chilling. Chilling. Talking how do we have a Black family. Lives Matter sign painted on the streets in D.C., but that particular mayor who had that done, oh if you look goodness. at her record, she's against everything that we've been fighting. Y'all better stay woke. Y'all better stay woke and really, really it's start paying attention to these politicians. I swear. I swear. But anyway, so we're going to answer some of the questions yeah, that have I'm been down. coming in. I'm down. So, um, Lala has a question for you, Eddie. Okay, Lala. She said, how did the movement affect you and your daily activities? <laughs> so, yeah, my daily activities were usually go to work, go home go hang out with my friends sometimes i mean that was really it i kind of stayed to myself because covid was going on mm -hmm. so i was already at home for the most part and then it turned into this every single day which is so much more important like i think this gave my life more purpose i was already doing my dream i was already giving my all to everything that i was doing but this is bigger than me so my day-to-day -day life is different. Mm -hmm. I wake up in the morning, I check my phone to make sure that the police aren't coming to knock my door down over, over a want. I walk downstairs and feed my dogs in the morning because every day I go home to them. Like, I have a regular life yeah. behind this all. I make clothes. 
I mean, brick, <laughs> brick, the squad. But yeah, oh yeah, we're everywhere. We're wearing brick, <laughs> but it just, it's not, it's not fair how it's changed my life. And I just don't want anyone else to have to do this. So what pushes you through? Like, cause I know that you've had moments of anxiety or moments of fear of what pushes you to continue in this fight and in this movement. I think the people that I, that I do it with every day I wake up and you know, I have some type of support. Like I get a, I love you. I'm glad you're alive text. Like that's important. Yeah, and that's it's from important. people, it's from people who, who have been hurt alongside of me, but also have have one beside me. So I think it's so important that I have them. I think that's the reason that I do this. Like Fredericksburg Freedom Initiative is my heart. Like this gave me so much more purpose because I know it's gonna be for every generation. What we're doing is gonna fix the world. Okay. And I can't, I can't stop it because if we don't do it, who's gonna do it? So. Don't you start me, cause I can't stop. I mean, it's real. And people it's think very people real. think that it's easy out here. People think it's easy to, to be out here and to live and to know the truth. It's not, it's a hard burden to bear. When you know the truth, it's a heavy burden to bear. And that's what people don't, um, understand or they do and that's why they don't get involved because they yeah. can't bear it but i mean Eddie, but it's a privilege Eddie. it's a privilege to look yes. away yes, i wish i had it but it's a privilege to be a feeler it's no. a privilege yes it is it's a privilege to be a feeler it's because a hard imagine burden. the education you could give yourself if you had the privilege to just go get it and everybody has that just just do it of just course look. but that those people look won't at be it. prompted look without, at the truth without Feelers and feelers are the people who have been out there marching. No, feelers are you. Feelers are me. Feelers are revolutionary. Because in order to be able to to shut that off, you have to lack a certain amount of empathy. But you have to care. Like it's hard to say that you don't care. It's hard to say that you you don't feel for this. It's hard to say that if this was happening to your sister, to your daughter, to your cousin, that you wouldn't feel this. It's not. It's deeper than skin tone. It's deeper than than a George Floyd. It's human. <laughs> like it's human. We we get on this earth together. Everybody wants to talk about religion and talk about oh Adam and Eve. Yeah, they were put here together. Mm -hmm. We were all put on this earth together. Whether the universe put us here, whether whether we just came up through the freaking soil, like it, we're here. And like we can't act like anyone is better than anybody or anybody deserves more than anybody. Like we're a community. Lala said a statement for Eddie. You're amazing and we love you and we stand with you. I love you too. <clears throat> I see all y'all's plugs. Y'all gotta let me get through my show. <laughs> I have things and I have, I have certain, certain amount of time. I have to do certain things. But yes, I'm wearing brick, Corbin. Yes, of and course. And yes, um, there will be a protest at City Hall. Oh, can I, can I flex the back of my shirt real quick? Yes, please, please. Oh, okay. This so. was the day that hold up Fredericksburg free on the front i'm sorry Fredericksburg free that they yeah. turned their backs oh. on everyone who was speaking to oh. them oh. oh they look even better on tv <laughs> so those were the police that turned around because they couldn't they couldn't i think somebody said pig or something i don't yeah, know yeah she said you, you tear gas people and i saw your face that day 
I saw your face that day, and you couldn't take word a, for a word. teenager saying the word pig. Like, yeah. come on, man. Yeah, because they're adults. And look, they they handle guns. So I thought their skin was going to be a little thicker than that. Yeah, it was. It but was it wasn't. Crazy. So the comments are riddled with people saying that, um, my favorite shirt. <laughs> the comments are riddled with people saying it stops now. It ends here. It ends today. That is a passion that is um, with the younger generation. And I believe that my generation and the generations above should, so, should wholeheartedly support it. Yeah. Because what's different, and if you feel like, oh, nothing's ever going to change, I'm going to tell you what's different now, the internet. The internet is different. So a lot of the information cannot be hidden anymore. There are people who are able to exchange information a lot faster. We, if we were to unify, yeah, that's all every generation takes. unify. It's different now. It's totally different. Unity is unity is full. Like it's it, it's better. It's better that way. It's so much better. You you don't have to worry. And that's the thing is people still wake up every day, and the only thing that we're worried about is other people. We're not worried about each other. Mm-hmm. But like. That's scary that nobody else is trying to do that. Nobody else is trying to come together. And guys, if you want to, you can call in. Of course. Call call on the phone line if you um, want to ask another question. I'm trying to get through all these comments. Hold on. Oh, yeah, you got a lot. Um, I think I covered most of them. Oh, Sean said, yeah, it looks like I can't avoid accidentally talking over y'all due to my microphone being delayed for some reason. So it's probably best I stick to the comments. It's okay, Sean. It's okay. Thank you for trying and calling in for sure. Um, so question for Eddie from Shauna. Shanae. From Shanae, sorry. I got you, boss. I, yeah, my eyes are bad. Oh, yeah, whatever. Um. It says, what has been your favorite, most inspiring part of all this? Which is the question I had next, which is, um, what's the best thing you've gained? So what's been your favorite part? Um, I think the experience. Like, I never knew that I could do these types of things. And I never knew that it would change people for the better with the people that I was with. So I think it that this whole thing has really humbled me more than anything mm-hmm. because it's not just about me. Like I got out of that mindset and now if I'm not doing it for everybody else, then like what am I doing it for? Yeah. Like it's gonna better my life. It's gonna better everyone else's life as well. Like it doesn't have to just be about me. It doesn't have to just be <clears throat> about us. That's yeah. so true. And like I can I can play the system, I can work a regular job, I can I can follow the laws. I can. I'm. I'm a good citizen, but like, that's that's all people work for. Mm-hmm. They don't work to love each other. They don't work to get to know each other. They don't. And I had to break out of that habit of I'm just kind of on this earth to live my life. No, this is everybody's life. We're all sharing this together. And you know what's interesting? Um, if if somebody, if anybody who's in the comments has watched someone die, they'll understand what I mean. Jesus. When people die. <laughs> They don't talk about how much money they made. No. They don't talk about their job. They, they talk about the you know what they talk about? Family. Relationships. They the really do. They, they talk about their family, their friends, their kids, the things that they wish they would have done. So all we have in this life really is relationships. And what's better than, than doing something that's going to not only help yourself, 
but help your fellow man. But I won't regret doing this. And this is you shouldn't. And, and that's one of those things is some of these people who are out here saying these things that are like not good, not healthy to say to other people, like really rude, mean, like racist, nasty, nasty right, things. Stuff. And at the end of the day, it's like, how can you do that to like I'm I'm a person. Like you you just think of like a common respect boundary and a morale like boundary and you think like how can they just look at George Floyd die like that and say, you know, cops blue eyes matter. Mm -hmm. Like obviously. No, they signed up for that. Those people exactly. that's their job. They're not even blue. I mean, it's it doesn't matter because it's illegal to change the American flag, but nobody wants to talk about that. But it's fine as long as you're supporting the system mm -hmm. and supporting the betterment of the system and how much the system has helped you. What about the people the system doesn't ever help, has always put down? Donald Trump spent his, his small, like, sponsorship of a million dollars to put hundreds of people into poverty. Mm -hmm. Talk about it, girl. It's, it's just, I don't, I don't know how people can just look away. And during this time, yeah, shout out to COVID. Shout out to Donald Trump for being the president because yep. he's allowing this ignorance to happen. Racist people didn't pop up because of Donald Trump. Nope. Racist people have always been here. Ignorant people have always been here. Donald Trump and all of these right-wing, I'm going to say terrorists, can say these things about us and, and put us down and put us into poverty and put us into straight marginalized com communities and and then turn them away speak it girl the thing is though you can't you can't heal what you don't reveal of course so yeah shout out to donald trump shout out to covid all this yeah, stuff cause... is being revealed because covid is not only revealing our problem with racism it's re it's revealing our problem with the medical system but also with our school system. you gotta say social media too social media it's only sure. because it, it is only because we can see it on a day-to-day -day basis mm -hmm. if you open your phone you can see people getting murdered on youtube you can see people getting murdered on your facebook Which live, is sick. on your on your instagram feed on your twitter feed and what do you do like repost share or swipe up and nobody's saying anything about it nobody's getting up and going and doing anything people were getting hosed down in the street 60 years ago Mm-hmm. And for what? And they're getting Voting gassed rights? right now. Yeah, and now we're getting tear gas. And now you're getting tear gas. And kidnapped off the streets. They don't talk about the kids and activists that died in Ferguson after Ferguson. they were rallying. Shout out to Al. <laughs> Shout out to Al Cole who 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 put me on. Yes. Yeah. Many, many of the activists in Ferguson were suddenly committed suicide or killed. Right. They, were, they were murdered. No. They were murdered. Never. They were murdered. But you know what? Don't you can, you can kill a revolutionary, but you cannot kill the revolution. Fred Hampton, thank you very much. Yep. Thank you very much. So I'm going to get through some more of these questions. So Shanice said, I have a question for Eddie. Okay. If you could give Shanice, Shanice sorry. You yeah, got to correct these names. No, you was you know? good. You good. She's okay. popping. Check her out. <laughs> She's popping. All right. I might have to add you, Shanice. She said you're popping. Mm -hmm. I have a question for Eddie. If you could give one piece of advice to someone who is trying to mobilize a group of people in their, their city for Black Lives Matter, what advice would you give to them? Well, it doesn't have to necessarily be for the organization Black Lives Matter. That's, you can just do it. Yeah. I think one thing that you can do is you have, I hate talking about it, but you got your phone. Like, pick up your phone and and set a set a day or like get like 10 of your friends together and y'all all post 
the same thing. If you don't even have friends, whatever, go follow a bunch of people. Somebody else is probably doing it. Mm -hmm. Like this, they're only showing you what they want you to see. People are rallying all over the nation. People are rallying everywhere. And I think that the amount of time that we've been doing it, yeah, it's a long time, but it's not. It's not too long. Mm -mm. It's not 400 years too long. It's and, not 400 and, years too long. And, and we're going to keep rallying. So I think that it's important that even if your numbers aren't like the best, like say some days, you know, you have lower numbers, whatever, keep it up. Those people believe and like you believe like you're out there for a reason. So as long as you keep it in your heart that like what you're doing is changing everything and is going to change everything, nothing can stop you. Amen. Ashe. So um, to piggyback off of that um, question, my advice would be to just do it. Yeah, don't worry up. about if you're do doing it. it right like all the just do it and that that goes for everything in your life dreams like do you do you know i didn't know nothing about um doing my podcast when i first started like nothing and i, mean, I believed yeah. in myself shout out to joe budden because he told me that at a concert i went to a, a live podcast oh yeah uh the joe budden podcast broadcast joint and i got to meet all of them and he gave advice and his advice was to just do it you mm -hmm. are going to learn everything from the ground up. It may not be the greatest in the beginning, but you're going to, because you learn that way and you do it yourself from the ground up, you are going to benefit from it. And I see what he's talking about. Like, yeah. it really benefits. So that's to any dream, anything. And I mean, as far as none of us, sure. None of us knew each other at the beginning. That's what I'm going to say as well, like, commenting back to that. Like, I didn't know any of these people. I mean, all these people behind me, that's Amaya. I didn't know her. <laughs> that's Nate. I didn't know him. And we all literally came together because we all believe in the same thing. Like, you don't know. It's just like when you're sitting in class and you have a question and you're scared to ask the question because you don't want to sound stupid. You don't know how many other people in the class want to ask that question as well. And then what happens? Everybody takes the test and everybody fails on the same question. Why? Because no one asked the question. Now we're not asking the question. We're telling you the answer is wrong. Ah, say it again. So fix the paperwork. Say it again. Now we're not. <laughs> you gotta repeat that one. <laughs> do you remember <laughs> listen now we're not we're not asking the question we're, we're not asking you, the question we're telling we're you. telling you the answer is wrong so the fix answer the on the paper is wrong so fix the paperwork because you're asking me if this if i'm supposed to get two plus two equals six and i know two plus two equals four one of us is wrong but I know I'm not wrong. You're wrong. Fix yourself. Look deep inside. Question yourself. Question the things that you think. And that's that the, is that's real. The, that's that the is biggest real. key. Like the biggest key is questioning why you believe what you believe. I, I watch people all the time. I mean, they'll dig their heels in about something. And I'm yeah. like, well, why do you believe that? And they cannot answer it. No, like where does it stem from? Oh are, are well, you, are my you mom sheep told or you me. lions? Like, oh no, because they like to they like to throw around their favorite word sheeple, but people aren't educating themselves. Mm -hmm. Then they want to say, "Oh yeah, you're watching too much news." Actually, no, I'm out in there in, in the streets. That's how I know that what you're watching is wrong because I don't have time to watch that. So the, the too much news thing is funny because those are the ones who usually are watching too much news. I mean, let's not even to the get point where into... I can tell which news source they watch by their rhetoric. It's yes. crazy, and it's it's like. How how can you allow yourself to fall into that much ignorance? And then, like, the people that kill me are the ones with kids. Like, and their kids know that their, their parents are wrong and they refuse to correct them. And that is why it's taught. 
Like every every piece of hate is taught. It's Two true. babies born next to each other don't automatically hate each other. That's not how it works. Mm -hmm. And I refuse I refuse to sit here and say that you can't teach yourself better. Well, let's let's stop on that for a second though. So what you are saying is correct. Hate is taught. Yeah. But what I see, a lot of people think hate is taught from just your family. No, it's not. It's from a, it's, everything it's around your systemic. environment. It's systemic programming. That's why we have colorism within the black community. That's why we have, you know, hate amongst different races. It is systemic. Yeah. So, yes, you can, you can definitely teach your child to hate on a individual family le level. But what I fight against... What I want to fight against and what you should fight against is the systemic part because it affects everyone. But and don't think even because at you home, don't look like Even at home, even in us. the schools. Well, look, because it goes from the school. Like, it's not your choice. You have to be taught something. So mm -hmm. that's what I'm saying. It's deeper It's deeper than just what's at home. Everything no, no, that you're that's, taught. Yes, that's what, I'm, that's what I mean. It's, it's subconscious programming. Yeah, of course. It's, it's the fact that you grew up in a public school system that doesn't teach you about the your truth, history. The truth about who created math. Ooh. The truth about who created science. Ooh. The truth about who created astrology and astronomy. Ooh. That's not even to toot our own horns. It's because if you don't teach people their accomplishments for real, and then you constantly give them images of the lowest hanging fruit, yeah. they will subconsciously hate themselves. And that's what we see in various communities. So everyone should know the pride of their culture, yeah. of their race, all that thing. You should know and We can all work yourself. together. Everybody, the, the thing is crazy. Everybody really, you know, you have like these little hangups and people hate each other, but at the end of the day, you love the cultures. Right. So why not right. get over yourself and embrace it? Everybody in America like Taco, Taco Tuesday. And you'll <laughs> Taco say, Tuesday. Then, then you'll be mad about Mexicans. Like, yeah. come on. It's no, crazy. and like, listen, we're not even going to get into the whole save the children oh. versus, versus the ice camps. Like, well, there's I, babies in cages, there's babies being period. sold being sold Period. to American parents as if they don't have real parents. Period. Period. But it's also ridiculous. But also, and being molested. People sitting people sitting in ice camps, children sitting in ice camps. Literally we have one less than thirty minutes away. Did you know that? And there's yeah. there's kids whose parents were de deported to back to whatever country the US thought was the right one. And their child is now sitting in an ice camp alone with literally probably not enough and y'all are complaining about other children and we're not going to talk about the fact that the human trafficking rate isn't usually white kids nope but you can't say black lives matter so you can say all the children save all the children but you can't say black lives matter exactly. and you can say all lives matter but you can't say black lives matter what's what am i missing here in this because it's trendy it's not trending. Because if it was trending, people would be because mad. Because it's trendy if, to them if it, to jump on no. something. Because, because I'm going to tell you. It's, I'm a, it's I'm palatable. Explain, no, I'm, I'm going to explain to you why we have the whole save the children. This is real. Because Biden is now an opponent. And because they're trying to say he's a pedophile. While ignoring the fact that Trump is, is a pedophile. Is a pedophile, everyone. It's not a secret. Who knows? But that's, that's what that's about. It's really not about saving the children. Because if... It was about saving the children, and you was like, oh, they shouldn't have came to this country. Why are you not sending children back right. to their parents? Right. Why are you selling these children to other parents? Why are, we, why are we saving up money to save children that no one's really saving? But we really but don't But we won't care. talk about it. Like, even, even the foster care system. You know, America as a whole really needs to take this time to look at themselves. We take children away from their parents. No, no of course, abuse is different. Yeah. But because you can't afford to take care of them. 
to take those children away from their parents because they can't afford to take care of them. We put them in another house with people they don't know and, and pay people, them money. And people who it do makes not no take sense. care of them for the majority of the time. But I know also, I know a lot of money. kids, I know a lot of kids who the system has failed them yes. and did fail them and it is supposed to fail them. The system is built to fail you. The system That's is how doing the process, exactly what it's supposed to do. Yes, it's working exactly how it's supposed to work against you. Like that is all it is supposed to do. So the more and more people start to realize that, the quicker it is and easier it is going to be to rip off the band-aid of this hate life and turn it into something better. Because people need love. People need community. So people need to stand up. Mm -hmm. It's time to talk about it. It's time to talk about it. And that's one of the reasons why I developed this platform, because I have a lot to say about a lot. So that's way I can, you know, have an audience and talk to them about certain things. I love knowledge. Mm -hmm. I love to learn. I'm pretty and in, pretty intelligent, you know what I'm saying? I, you're pretty Most intelligent. Pretty you're pretty intelligent. intelligent. Yeah, yeah. You know. So I, smart. I think how smart. <laughs> as kind, as important. Use it, poor. But um I I want to be able to speak to people and let them know some things. Like I definitely do research everything. I definitely do read books that people don't want to read. So yeah. sometimes I wonder if I can like tell somebody something and they'll be like that's not true but it'll spark them to go look it up of course and i always go whatever i say please go ahead and do your research yeah just you know? look it up just look it up and and it may open your brain a little bit more because she's right like they this generation should not even be having to fight but they are not at all and we should be joining with them everybody this age like we really should be joining because the time is now but like they're also i mean i was talking to somebody recently and they were talking about how She's an older she was an older lady and she was talking about how they were lynching people when she was younger for this stuff for like activism. Mm -hmm. And I was like they're lynching people now. Like they just that's do it in a that's way. crazy. The I car was like, blew up. No, he hung himself in front of the courthouse. Or he hung him Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, Don't yeah. even get me started oh, yeah. on the recent oh, yeah. lynchings. It's crazy. Come on. No camera though. No camera. No camera though. There's never a body cam though. No. And when there is, you know it's too foggy. That's just so messed up. You can't up. really identify and we'll the officer. And release it in 2 weeks. Oh, no. You mean uh, four four to ten months? It's crazy because that's how long they need it's to crazy. do one investigation. It's insane. So with this with this series on race, this is of course the first one I wanted to touch on activism a little bit because that is in the forefront of everybody's um, thought process, and because there's some really dope people, you know, being yeah. activists in Fredericksburg, and I, I got to meet people who have the same heart as me that. I, I met people my age who have the same heart as me, but I've also met a lot of younger people, and it's it's really, I'm trying to stop myself from crying. I feel like crying. Something. Don't cry. Don't I know because once I start, I can't stop. I mean, I mean, if you need to, then no. emotional vulnerability is never a bad thing. It's Open bad up. on camera. I get the ugly cry. It's oh, bad. it's fine. It's, it's fine. Bad. If anybody judges you, that's on them. They gotta fix themselves. That's true. That's true. Like, but you um, open yourself up I if met, you want to. I met young people who had the same heart as me. And I wasn't expecting, but it 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 just it stirred something in me. Like I've always been this way, but when you are in this journey, which I'm sure you can understand, you guys do have like a family, but sometimes you can feel very alone yeah, because you, you see the world in a different way. Yeah, it's a it's a different view. It really is because you don't. It's not a regular life anymore. No, you're open to everything. I mean, you go to the grocery store, you see it. You you drive down the street, you see it, you see somebody get pulled over, you see it. You're in the mall and you're you're looking around and you see somebody looking at you, you see it. Like it's not 
you're you don't live a regular life once you do this because everywhere you go the people around you will probably be aware of the things that you're doing mm -hmm. like i can't i can't go anywhere i mean and it it's crazy because you now you always go somewhere with me i mean no i, I mean you. it's fine i mean i i'm not afraid of going anywhere what i'm saying is like i can't go anywhere and if i see someone staring at me i'm gonna be like okay what is it for now yeah, what, what did they read in the paper what yeah they think or this? or is okay. it because of my skin or is it my hair or is it my like why am i worried about that i don't worry about that when i'm with the people that i'm mm -hmm. that i'm around and there's people behind me that's a squad like everybody <laughs> everybody for real we've always looked out for each other and we've always had each other's back and i've never felt unsafe and i've never felt a dirty look and i've never felt disgust because that's what community is supposed to feel like and we were 300 deep that day. Everybody is hurting. Everybody was hurt. People I walk up to and I talk about it to always, it, it always shows that what happened was not okay, but no one wants to talk about it. And I think that's what hurts me more is that I, I hear these stories all the time. I hear about people who saw each other. I hear about people who lost their friends. I hear about people who were legitimately injured. I, I hear about people who took tear gas canisters to the body, spray like <laughs> tear gas to the face. Like I, it's not sweet out here. Like what is wrong with these people? And I'm tired of always acting like it's okay. Like, no. I've had a crap week. And I think that, like, my life is different because of this. Mm -hmm. Activism isn't easy. It's not easy, but it's so necessary. Yeah, it's because so who necessary. else is going to do it? Because who else is going to do it? And it would be so much easier if everybody would do it. Yeah, but that's I the, mean, that's the but then they're, like, then they're like, oh, it's like, it's peer pressure. No, it's not peer pressure. This is right. And when you, okay, so let's address that. I want to address some things that I hear about protesting and activism and stuff like that. I hear people say, it doesn't matter. It doesn't do anything. And let me tell you why sometimes it seems like it doesn't do anything. I'm gonna really break it down for you. So the reason why protesting works when done correctly, shout out to the, the bus boycotts. Really look yeah. at them. 386 if, plus days. Exactly. When you protest in a strategic way, and you do it and you put your 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 foot on their neck literally when you i mean uh, figuratively yeah. when you do that allegedly allegedly <laughs> when you put when you when you really put the pressure on them every day protesting every day uh boycotting something every day you at first stop. at first you ain't gonna see no change but if you do it long enough they will buckle they will have to listen to you because they have to pay people to man your protest they, and so it affects the budget. No, the I mean, oppression only responds to two things loss of life, loss of finance. Mm -hmm. We don't want to go around killing people, yep. loss of finance. So when y'all sit at home, go, oh, I ain't going to do nothing. It's not going to do nothing because you're sitting at home. Right. And it's not changing anything because you're sitting here watching your podcast and not thinking of how to organize your next, your next protest to change rights. And you, you drive down the street on your way to go get fast food and you're not worried about who's who they who they're spending their money to yep. and and you go and you shop at these grocery stores and you're not worried about where their money is being funded to and it it's deeper than it's deeper just 
Shout out it's to the much. Virginia Black Business oh, Directory. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, I think for real. that that is Nisha and um, we use I'm not sure often. who else. We I'm like on there. It. The Dope Academy podcast is on that directory. Also, my salon, Salon Irie, is on there. Go ahead. Um, but I think that's such an amazing idea, so I wanted to shout them out. But support businesses that support you yes. and your causes, like for real. Like, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of giving my money away all the time to things that I, I know is in direct opposition to what I believe in my yeah. heart. Like, I don't want to do it anymore. And luckily, um, entrepreneurship is on a rise, especially amongst black women. Of course. Come out, come out, mm-hmm. come out. Here um, we go. So we, we are starting to have more opportunities, more um, ways to support uh, black-owned businesses and stop being so hard on them too because yeah, of the same things I see you complain about like oh their customer service or this this and that you are allowing way, way more other establishments don't act like you ain't never stayed in line at Walmart right. with a receipt support going off like businesses like support your local businesses and not just black businesses all small local right. businesses like who really support you shout out to Benny's Oh. Pizza, Benny Vitali oh. downtown. No, then we got a shout out to Electric Paradise. Out. Electric Paradise. I don't yes. know. Yes. Oh yeah, it's a tattoo and piercing shop. It's ran by Jeremiah. Oh, the he, one that yeah. just opened. I've been wondering what that yep. is. No, and they support Black Lives Matter. Yes. I recently just got a tattoo there, and it's of a gas mask and milk. Really? Yep. Oh, I'm gonna have to go to of what is course. it? Electric Paradise. Electric Paradise. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. shout out to all the businesses in Fredericksburg who definitely support it. I walked into Benny Vitali's one day, and she was like, oh, it's on us. And I was like, why? She was like, because I like your shirt. <laughs> and I just so happened to have a shirt with an activism shirt on. I was like, what? Word? Wow. Word? You know, so, it, and, it's, and she was a white girl. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, it, yeah. it, it was like, it, it made my heart. Like, I was like, oh. I mean, we got to shout out to the allies. The yes, allies are important. Man. Like, it's, it's about there, the it's There about are allies the out there, for sure, yeah. for sure. Um. Support Brick. Yes, let's talk about Brick. Okay, we'll talk about Brick. So, I think she is a very dope designer. I'm not just saying that because she's on my podcast. I have told her that myself. And we are looking to collaborate with something in the yes. future. Stay tuned. Um, but I, her designs are, like, sick and dope. And, like, the first thing that made me think about it is because she had a jacket that had um, – a quote on it from the the Gil Scott Heron poem, which is one of my favorite poems, mm-hmm. Revolution Will Not Be Televised. Yeah. Um, and I just want you to talk about your vision for your brand, um, why you started doing it, and where you see it going in the future. And then plug, because Soraya asked earlier, do you have a website or do you just get DMs? Yeah, so I just do everything through DMs. Uh, right now, I'm currently building a website. It'll be up shortly. Don't worry. Like... Y'all are sending me too much online. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so I started Brick with um, another designer, and uh, she had dropped out, so it was just me doing Brick for a while. And then I, when I started protesting, I wasn't designing or anything. I mean, I was throwing fashion shows the year before, literally last year at Downtown Greens in Fredericksburg. I mean, I, all the models were community members. There were artists there. I mean, so... It was my brand has always been kind of a luxury streetwear brand, but also it's something that you can wear whenever. Like whatever you want to wear, my brand as is yours. Like if you crop it, whatever. If you want a long sleeve, whatever. If you want a if you want a hoodie, whatever. If it describes you, then that's what you and should that's get. What it is. Because like I don't make I don't really feel like I make men and women's clothing. I make clothes, and if you wear it, it's it's not it can't be binary. Because that's wrong. Mm-hmm. 
like not just because people tell you it's wrong but because it generally is wrong like you can't just do things based off of one type of people you got to do it for everybody so my brand has always been about all inclusive. yeah all inclusive so and it's sick she's she's a really yeah. good designer she's an eye for it like i can tell like it's dope yeah i mean and i i started off i was hand sewing a bunch of stuff i did half and half shirts for a long time before i started brick mm -hmm. and so yeah i was just always kind of making t-shirts and i i've had like i said a few fashion shows here and there nothing too poppy i mean she gonna she gonna she gonna do it big they in, they in the comments calling you a legend girl oh nah that's just listen the squad is everything they to in me. the comments call, oh y'all got masks now oh yeah we have masks we dropped masks today so yes i wasn't designing before but i was actually encouraged by my group to design so yeah we can do a shirt swap i don't mind that's my that's my dude ray he said let's do a, he, he has a clothing line called um, S N O U clothing success okay. never overlooked us. Okay. Clothing. He look. He he's like, let's do a shirt swap. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and I mean, I do everything. Like so, I customize pretty much anything. We did masks today. My sister's in town, so that's why we did masks. Oh. So you know, get it up. It said A cab across the top. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's real nice. Trust me. And and they can go merch. on. Well, it's in the comments. But if you want to look at the Instagram yes. page, it is at brick underscore brick underscore brick but it's just brick but the but the brand is just brick. <laughs> yeah just brick so we need to fight the person who took that, that yeah of brick. course because <laughs> i was like what is this They're, it's legitimately just a page of bricks so, are you serious yes so i was just oh, like i man. cannot i guess i'm gonna be brick three times on instagram because <laughs> what else am i gonna do with you'll, it you'll get it we'll we'll have to uh we'll have to uh Make them an offer they can't refuse. Oh, yeah, definitely. And be like, where's the money? <laughs> <laughs> so, squad. Yeah. Squad is all. Oh, that's Charles. Yeah, Charles. Look, the best, the best human. One of the best Charles, humans in the world. Charles? Motorcycle Charles. Yes, motorcycle okay, Charles. Let me talk about this. Charles. Okay, okay, okay. Here we go, Charles. I'm going to try not to get. <laughs> my whole thing is me not trying to get emotional. So, when we talk about allies, uh -huh. so there is, a, there is a man. <laughs> There's a lot of amazing allies in the mm -hmm. movements throughout the country, of course, but in Fredericksburg especially. Um, there is a man. He's in the comments. His name is Charles. And he has a motorcycle. And he, <laughs> <laughs> and he will ride while the protest is going on to um, be a force there to make sure everybody is, is okay and be protective. And he's amazing. And I barely knew him. And I was at a protest one day. He carries a med kit and everything. He's amazing. And, you know, sometimes as a woman, you go through life mm -hmm. feeling unprotected. Yep. Talk about that's, it. That's something that happens. Talk and he, about it. This man walked up to me. <laughs> He's a great person. And he said, hey, Mona, you know, I think you're great, blah, blah, blah. He said, if you, I want you to take my number if you ever feel unsafe or you need someone i'm just a phone call away yeah. and it really touched me because you don't really have a lot of people yeah who have genuine hearts like that and um just shout out to you charles you made me cry no he's out it. there he's out there every <laughs> single day and he never stops and all he does is love the community he just wants everybody he just wants it to be fair for everybody Ugh. every time we talk about it like he is a great ally like i'm trying to tell you the allies that we have are are unbeatable dope. and he's been like that since the beginning no one asked him to be out here he's not getting paid he's he's not 
He's not doing it because it's for clout. Mm -hmm. He's doing it because he genuinely cares about people and he genuinely cares about how people feel. And that is why everyone is out here. And that's why it matters so much to everyone that what we're doing is important because everyone knows that this is right. And like Charles is a blessing. He's a blessing. And from the beginning, I said he's an angel. That is the guardian angel. <laughs> Man, what? He's the best. He is. He's really dope. And shout out to all the other allies and everyone. Shout out to, um, I don't know if she wants me to say this. Shout her, shout her out. Shout her out. Kaylee. Oh, shout out Kaylee. That's my best friend. One of my best friends. Go best friend. I was at a protest. Um. Um, one of our one of the marches, and it took me back because she was she was first of all she was fired up. She was a little tiny tiny little thing. <laughs> She's so cute. She tiny little thing, but she was fired. She was, up. She was angry, and she was yelling. That was this one. That was this one. She was telling people. Oh yeah, there when, it is. <laughs> when we were walking back, she said, "And if they come, if they come in front of them, create a white wall." <laughs> And I was like, a white wall? Like, I'm, I'm like, what? She's like, create a white wall. That's the type of allies I need. Yeah. Not that they're, not that, oh, they just, they're like talking smack, but because they understand that they are less likely to have certain force used against them. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. This year, they've proven to us that they will pop off, you know, at people that aren't black as well or people of color. But no, those I type mean, of everybody moments really touch me. Like, they, I'm, I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm trying to tell you, I got great allies around me. I really do. And, like, I am also scared to name them off the way that the police have been acting. Yeah. So I won't name you off, but, like, yo. Well, then why'd you tell me that? <laughs> it's why, okay. That's why I was not trying to. I got to. you. No. We're already in the paper. We're not worried about uh, that. That's what shout out Law, but I'm like, oh. oh. yeah, shout out Law. Shout out Law. What? I will shout out the whole squad. And shout out uh, Ryan for making that. Oh, yeah, Ryan. For Vera. everything that he did, first of all, and has done. But that daggone uh, co compilation video of all the videos yeah. we had where you put This Is America in it, which I'm going to play at the end, um, that's a really dope video. I've been using it. I'm sorry, y'all. I've been using a lot of y'all stuff. I've been it's using a, my it's stuff okay. Listen, put stuff. it out there. I mean, it always finds its way back, and everybody's going to know that, you know? Okay, we got a long comment here from Sean, okay. so I'm going to read this. What is that? Because I like to read. Yeah, but no. I wish I, wish I could name off every single person. But look, some of the police don't know everybody yet, so we're yeah, good. Yeah, so they shouldn't. Look, everybody else, we've already in the papers. We're fine. Mm -hmm. We were already exposed. It's already targeted. Not to mention, <laughs> not to mention the day that we went to the uh, police department, back to the police department, and I spoke. Oh yes. And they turned. Yes. Um, that next week there was a weird guy outside of my job. Oh, my, tell him my business. Talk about it. In a car, Talk staring about it. at me Talk through about my it. my window because my window's up front. Staring at me, and I saw him. And he just kept looking at him like, "Does he have a?" But they say you're paranoid. No, nah, no, nah, I'm. I'm yeah, I know they my say surroundings. You're so I was like, "Does he have a, you know, a wife in the building? You know, mm -hmm. whatever, whatever." So I wait, 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 and I was like, "Nah, my gut's always right. My gut's right." So I go outside, and I made eye contact with him while looking like I was on the phone. I got your license plate number. Oh, get him. Um, and then I just looked at him like this and kept going. And then when I looked, and I walked to my car, he pulled off. And that same day, there was two cops in the parking lot. So I think, you know, oh, they're like, okay, Yikes. we have to figure out who this is. So sometimes, sometimes you do expose how things yourself. Work. You, sometimes you do, but, you know. It's weird it how things work sometimes. But they don't want to talk about it. They don't. So Sean said, just joining the movement, getting involved honestly, can make you able to do so much more. 
even just one very hesitant day and you're that much more likely to come back. When I started in early June, I didn't talk to anyone. I'd be terrified when we moved into the street and try to stay in the middle of the crowd. And it isn't just me. I remember the first crowds on City Hall steps were pretty socially distanced, with or without masks. Eddie, I want to thank you so much. I barely recognize myself or half the other people at the protest. I'm never going to try to dictate a meeting or anything, although I still slip up occasionally as I did earlier. Because you didn't slip up. You're good. It's okay. It was a technical error. <laughs> yeah, it was a technical error. We were, we were just missing the conversation. You're good. Um, black voices should be able to speak for themselves. My job is to use my privilege to amplify them. Thank you for that. Thank you. Um, but there are moments where you can be in the conversation, which I'm going to have on my next mm. series. I want to have a conversation with y'all, too. Nope, get um, but, you're, but you've lit a fire that won't soon go out for so many who were just taking their summer off before college. Yeah. And we're going to lead stable but boring lives that didn't, and that they were going to leave stable but boring lives that didn't help lift unheard voices up. Sharing Facebook memes didn't free the Fed, Fred 50. Voting for the least terrible candidates didn't free the Fred 50. Talk it. <laughs> Whether ice concentration camps, lynchings, Black-owned businesses or dozens of other issues of press groups who need to be listened to will be amplified in the Fredericksburg area now. We're not a sleepy southern small town anymore. No, Our most voices can shake the nation. Yes, Ashe. they can. Yes. Yes, that was And we're really going good. to, Sean. Like, don't worry about that at all. Like, we're going all the way, and the world is going to change, and it's, it's just a matter of time. It's a matter of, of eye-opening or... Just one experience to change everything for them because that's what they need. They just need one experience. If they were all there that night or the night of the first, I don't think people would be feeling the way that they say they feel. Because no, I if think they, it, if they experienced it hurts. It. Yeah, it hurts a lot more when, when you experience something versus when you can just read about it or you can just read about. And not only did I experience it, I was there to. and my daughter experienced it. And not only did my, my daughter neighbor experience it, it. My, daughter's, my, friend my daughter's ex-boyfriend ex experienced it. My, my daughter's friends that I've known. It. Yeah, every, it was so connected because we're all living here in Fredericksburg. And nobody wants to talk about it. So, so, of course, we're going to be passionate about it. And then whatever you're believing in the – I mean, I have went toe-to-toe -to -toe so many times with the people in the paper, the yep. comments in Fredericksburg. Y'all on the Fredericksburg.com, shut the fuck uh, oh, get up. Because <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. I've had people call me please. a liar and I just post a live video. Like, what are please. you talking about? If you if you were not there, then how do you have an up. opinion? Just be quiet. You don't you don't know. And of course you're gonna believe what the media tells you or what the police officers who did the gassing tells you. But when someone is telling you this is their experience and you have all these kids. Not All even, these kids not telling kids, you. Not kids. Everybody is telling you. People saw it. There's yeah, video. Yeah, old, young, whatever is telling you. Everybody video, is telling you. And you're still not you. trying to accept it. It's crazy. Um, what's up, Zay? That's my nephew. So Nahari Brown, what I call him Zay because he's oh, Xavier. I know him. We, yeah. we worked together he said, before. Oh, I remember Eddie, but I love the positivity and knowledge you're spill spilling on us. And I love you too, Auntie. We need more of this in the community. Thank snaps, you. Snaps, snaps. Hey, my nephew is so handsome. I got some. I got some amazing. Um, when she like, tries to put you look, on on the podcast, look, <laughs> look. Oh, he got a girlfriend. He got a girlfriend. It's okay. But, but my sons and my nephews. Uh, I'm trying to tell you that DNA is. <laughs> oh yeah, you're it's, just waiting. It's crazy. 
It's crazy. My daughter's beautiful as well, but I was just touching on the boys, Sarai, before you texted oh, me later. And I was like, you, to say, to yeah. you know, that conversation is going to be long. She's going to be like, well, you mentioned me, but you didn't say anything about that. You didn't say that. I was pretty. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, yes, La. Like, I'm just so tired of it. Um, Ray said these police need to be punished and prosecuted to the fullest. Yes, but yes. We, but it, but I want to be clear. That's why I want to do a series. It's not just the, the police. The police are the way they are because it's a system that was designed to, to catch slaves and yep. it never got changed. And it, it won't be changed until people t- yes. decide to change it, get up and do something about it. But there are so many areas, like even if we had complete... Um, revolution in police departments there would be other there's other areas so we have to dismantle white supremacy and and systemic systemic oppression on all levels against all people because if you don't it just slivers into another area whether it be your school system your medical system whatever the case may be right of course and but that change has to happen with everybody it's not just going to be a few people talking about it it's not going to be it's not going to be the retweet it's going to be the get up get out your house go do something yes so, so basically, this episode is called This is America. Yes, it is. And it was definitely to highlight the um, activists and activism and hopefully prompt you to get involved. But get up off your ass. Like, for yes. real. What are you doing? Like, it's, what are you doing? America is getting lazy. They, they talk about us in every other country. When they describe America, they describe McDonald's eating fat people. And they get here and they're confused. <laughs> And then they think everyone here is racist, and mm-hmm. then they're more confused. Like I'm sorry, but like they they don't represent us anymore. No. It's not we the people. It's them and it's us. And when I say us, I mean we're America. Mm-hmm. We, we built are. this. Yeah, my people built this. My family built this. America is a gumbo, and right now there's some nasty, nasty spoiled mm. okra in it. And we need it's to just get not rid seasoned yet. We need to, no, no, it's not seasoned. Plus, some stuff it's is not spoiled. seasoned yet. So we definitely need to um to change that for sure. But get up off your butt, yes. like for real. Get involved. Like when people tell me I don't have the time, it does make me chuckle. But so, you had time to culturally appropriate. You had time exactly to, to put fake nails on. You had time to put to you go, put, you go to the club. You can do expensive whatever. clothes on that are being that are being made by children. You have you have the time to do all of that, but you don't have the time to get up and say something or even have these conversations when you're out. What but are you, you talking but about? But you do have the time because I'm. So this is not to toot my own horn because I am tired a lot. Um, I have a I have a business. Well, I have two businesses. I have a podcast and I have a salon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Talk about I also it. Have Shout two, out to the black also, entrepreneurs. Thank you. I also have a part time job at a restaurant. I also have time to be an activist and to and to march. Get it. I also have lupus. Get it? So I'm I'm, I'm only it. I'm telling you this because when you say, "Oh, I don't have the time," yeah, you do. Yes, you do. You people make time for what they find important. Yep. Facts. On top of that, I go to Facts. open mic night and spit poetry. Like you can find the time. You just have Listen, to schedule it. Your phone will tell you how long you've you've stared at it in a week, but you're telling it's me, yeah, and then you're telling me you didn't have the time. You you had the time to watch a 45 minute video before. Another 45-minute video before watching your own kids. Mm-hmm. But you didn't have time to do this. Y'all watching videos of people popping pimples. Oh, like, my gosh. On. We're like, not even going to get Let's that. keep it real. Get involved. Well, if, if, it's, if, if your journey is not to be out there marching, there are so many other ways. Please hit me up um, for ways you can do it. I've been posting things for years. I posted a whole 
No, I mean, slew of posts about we ICE. protest. We were about, protesting every yes, day. People, people to contact your uh, senators to contact your delegates. Petitions to, contact, to sign. All these different. There, you can be used and utilized. Like, get involved. Stop watching the world right. go by because right. people always quote the revolution will not be televised. Right, and that's a dope poem. But what he's saying is at the very end when he says the revolution will not be televised, the revolution will be live. Yes, he's not talking about, um, like. It's going to be something you can just watch on your TV. It's going not to, at all. You're not going to experience to the revolution it. unless you are in it. You have to live it. You have to get in it. And get it'll in be it. it'll be easier for the rest of us once everybody does it, because mm-hmm. I think that the the strain back on everything is probably the worst part. Like if there wasn't so so much strain against it, like people people believe that what they're doing and how they think of others is correct and then like they automatically jump into oh i'm not a racist but like some of the things that you're saying are like really not correct and really not right and really not politically correct and really not nice at all Mm -hmm. and we're passing a line of morality and humanity like what what is important to people anymore if if you're so bound on your rights if you're allowed to tote your gun and walk down the streets of charlottesville then why can't i stand up and say i'm tired of watching black people get slaughtered in the street i'm tired of watching uh bipoc communities get marginalized i talk i'm tired of looking at us pipelining indian land i'm tired of us sitting here watching us go to these wars that aren't really wars for us but we're really robbing countries and robbing impoverished like entire communities for the benefit of ourselves like why is that wrong for me to step up and say these things and why is it that when i say black lives matter you turn away because the problem is black (laughs) but then they're like that's racist no i can't be racist Mm -hmm. racism it's systemic it's an ism i've never i i can only be prejudiced exactly talk it only because due to the fact that not only am i both (laughs) african-american and caucasian american it's difficult for me to say something racist when really I've never had any systemic power. My my black family has never had any systemic power. Nothing was ever given to them. It's only been strain back versus strain back versus strain back versus strain back. And we're not even going to talk about colorism because I'm not lighter than a paper bag. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you would have failed. Oh, oh what I what I You would have failed the paper bag test. If you don't know what that is, please look that up. And even, I mean, even my hair gives me away. And then not even that, like, I remember everybody was quoting my first interview I did for the Freelance Star, and they were talking about how I said, this is what colonialism looks like. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, Mm -hmm. this is what it looks like. That's why people are confused at what I am. That's why they can walk up to me and say, what are you? And I have to think, are they asking my age, my race, my, my sexual preference, my, my, I, my sexual identity either like what mm-hmm. what are they asking what do you mean by what are you i'm confused like why does that matter what i am people are well, more worried about identifying that, on, on that colorism oh, episode that's doing people are worried about identifying someone else like identify yourself mind your business mm-hmm. and while you're doing that help everybody out like bro no one is asking sweep you those around questions your own front porch right sweep around your own front porch so if you want to get involved um, and you're here local, the re- easiest way you can do is at City Hall, Mondays, Wednesdays, Wednesdays and, and Fridays, Fridays 4 um, p.m. The Fredericksburg Freedom Initiative yep. hosts protests, and it starts at City Hall, 4 p.m. every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So you can get involved that way. 
Um, if you don't feel like your your mission is to be a protester in the street, hit me up. I can I can get you involved in some other areas. If um, and don't get it twisted. Even though I have somebody who's younger than me on here, there's a lot going on with people thirty plus. 40 plus. I mean, plus. we're also hosting a vigil this coming up week. We oh, got to yeah. push it back. That's on um, Saturday coming up. Oh, and the yeah. following Saturday, we're hosting a Take Back the Night, which is for sexual assault survivors. Like, yes. what we're doing is for the community. And I just don't understand where the confusion is when it comes to community stepping up. So it's time for everybody to look at themselves deeply and think, how can they do better for the people around them? And how can we stop hiding things and feeling ashamed or ashamed or in fear of it? Like there's nothing to be ashamed of for the things that you've been through. It's time for everybody to step up and point out the things that are wrong mm -hmm. because things are wrong on a much deeper level than Justin Fredericksburg. Yes. Justin America. That's so it's very, very true. Um, and Angela Davis has a quote that fits that so much. It's going to be played at the end of the video that I have, I think, but I want to, mm. let's see, I can, yep. Okay. So this is a quote from Angela Davis that fits exactly how I feel and how I know you feel and how all these amazing people who have taken to the streets around the world who have, um, and not the paid agitators, but the people, because that, that, that's, that's definitely that's definitely happened. But as far as the real people who are out there for the real reasons and the real, the real movement, um, I believe they feel this way inside because once you feel this way, you can't go backwards. And it says, I am no longer accepting the things I cannot change. I am changing the things I cannot accept. Yes point blank period so it's up to you to decide what type of legacy you're going to leave your family of are course. you going to be able to tell your grandchildren oh no well when that happened i watched it on tv and i, I just i didn't news. know what to do i saw it on the news because if you see it on the news you're going to get a false report of what really happened in the first place or, but... or do you want to tell your grandchildren I made it so that you have everything and you and your friends, when you play together, you're actually equal instead of you feeling mm -hmm. weird because you don't know what their parents are going to say about you hanging out with them. Exactly. Because that it, it and has every to black be more kid knows things. that that feeling. Yeah. Of going, like, of going I, to I a can't white friend's go to your house, house. And, and you and you don't know how their parents are going to act. And a lot of times they don't act very welcoming. Right. I mean, I personally grew up in a household where my parents promoted like me being whoever i was awesome and that's just what you have to do like you have to be able to put yourself out there in order to see what the world is like it's not going to just show itself to you mm -hmm. so unless you're prepared for it you're just walking into it blindly and i think that's what's important and la just said and i'm going to close it on this <laughs> um, well i'm not going to close it yet i'm going to close it with with her quote in a minute but i want to say this um, to the Fredericksburg Freedom Initiative, to Eddie, to all of you guys, I am in awe. Y'all are like my young heroes. I am in Thank awe you. of the dedication that it took to, um, it has taken to do what you've done for so long. I mean, I've done some, but the y'all have like blown my mind in the dedication you and, and your good people. You know, your good people. I'm, I'm. I just want to say I'm proud of you. Thank you. And I love you. We appreciate it. Trust Thank you. Me. Everything. 
any any little bit of work is is what it is because it, oh Shanice you shout to... out the lupus butterflies thank you <laughs> I'm a spoonie you have to you have to come together and like I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to be here and I also appreciate like the work that you've been doing outside of just marching because I mean you you've marched but you're also doing frequent podcasts where you're talking about what's going on and you're not hiding the the truth Mm -mm. and like in your day-to-day life you continue to tell people and that's what it is like you can't just believe something on social media you have to live it and like you have to tell it to the people that are around you you have to make sure you guys are all in the right headspace because if somebody switches up and they say something crazy you can't just let it slide Mm -hmm. you have to correct the action Mm -hmm. and that's how as a community we will correct ourselves but like we appreciate you thank you that's why all these people are watching because they care thank you so I believe you. I believe you. Um, so sorry I, I did a little ugly cry on television. I mean on a podcast, but it's it didn't fine. get too bad. It it's didn't fine. get too bad. Nobody's mad. Charles, I, when I see him, I have to give him a hug. But like you're the one who made me cry. Yeah, no, he he's definitely gonna be like that was a do- no, that was a dope Mona. moment. That was a dope moment. Yeah, he he has no idea. Like that's that he's was a, a great dope. human. I mean, yeah. the, the group is full of them. It, yeah. I I can't count them on one hand, two hand, or we're all. All ten toes as well. Yeah. It's too many. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of dope people. So I'm going to end with this quote. Um, I will not be potting next Sunday. I will be out of town, but I will be back the following Sunday at 8. And we are booked to the end <laughs> of September. Thank you. Snaps and claps. I have some amazing local artists um, booked. I have some really cool episodes coming up. I have an episode on poly relationships okay cool. i have episodes on um there's an artist that's coming on that it's very different music but i, I had so he's a black kid like has like locks okay. i was expecting i was stereotyping like oh i know what he want to do i don't know he was doing like some tyler the creator like okay out in the galaxy okay rock. show the passion yeah so even though it wasn't like my particular musical genre, I was so intrigued and I was like, I gotta have his story. Like I gotta find that out. And he was so excited and whatever, whatever. So we're gonna have him on soon. Um, I got Sin Living coming on soon. I got Bred Up Rich. I have Colston the Third, Sleazy Sprada. Um, a lot of amazing artists that I've um, been blessed to get to meet. And please definitely stay tuned because I'm just trying to continue to implement some changes and upgrades and bring you the live from dope dichotomy podcast and thank you eddie not a problem for coming in oh i love you too oh oh i made you too i made you cry too charles i'm sorry (laughs) love you too thank you sis i love you oh oh yeah the, the love that's what it's about it's all about community like the moment you feel the love, you know it's real. And that's know, all you gotta I, worry about. I feel the love. It's, it's enough fate. to it's make kings real. and hey, vagabonds. Okay, so <laughs> I had to say it. You just lying so, to quote me. Shanice, is that Shanice? Shanice. She said, "I would actually yeah, love Shanice. to know how you prioritize your time with lupus. It's definitely tough. Um, it's hard." I have many days where I struggle. I I put because of how, who I am. I I'm very um, well equipped of hiding when I when I am going through something. Like I I'm really good at pushing through. Um, 
but it does have it, it is hard. I don't know if she does she have lupus. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know, like if I'm flaring, it's like really really tough. Or people don't understand because we don't look sick, so they're like, oh, why are you tired? Da, 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 da. I work very hard um, because I have to right now. And luckily, I don't have any organ involvement right now. I I get sometimes a little bit of the um, chondritis around my heart, but right now I don't have organ involvement. I used to be in and out of the hospital, but I started um, Benlista injections. I used to have to go to the hospital and get the injections, but now they have it at home. Um, if you haven't tried that, I would definitely suggest it because it, it allowed me to be able to go in the sun and protest because if I hadn't started Benlista, I wouldn't have been able to do that anymore. Are um, there are there any organic things that you do? For yeah, I smoke weed. No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, I'm, 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 I'm gonna talk yeah, about it since you brought it up. So I'm gonna talk about it. So of course I come from a family who smokes weed. Like everybody smokes weed for the most part, right? Um, so I I grew up around Bud a lot, and you know I come from the '90s, the '80s and '90s. So mm-hmm. we had the Chronic album. So you already know, right? We had Chronic, Half Baked, Cheech and Chong. Like there was too many yeah, options. There was, there, was, there, was, there was options, right? Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, like everything, right? <laughs> um, and I believe that marijuana is not bad. I I do, and I believe it brings people together. There's there's three things that bring people together of all walks of life: music, marijuana, and food. Oh, if you don't believe me, go to a Marley. Um, Reggae concert. I don't care if it's Ziggy Marley, Rohan Marley. I don't care who it is. Go to a concert and look how happy everybody is in the crowd. And nice. Like nice. Talk about it. Um, So anyways, I do smoke bud. Um, I don't smoke blunts if I can help it because they're bad for your lungs. Mm -hmm. But marijuana allows me to not have to take 14 medications. I'm supposed to be on 14 medications. And instead, I only take Benlista, which is my injection weekly. And I take... That drug that they kept talking about with COVID, I've been on that for like six years. Hydrochlorine, which is the isn't brand it name, for isn't for like anti malaria. Yeah, anti malaria so drug. So it's um it's now called Plaquenil. Okay. But I take that as well, and I only take that really because you have to take it in order to be on Belista. But Plaquenil, hydrochlorine, was the only lupus medicine um, for fifty years, and then they just came out with Belista. Belista. Sharice, Shanice, Shanice. Um, Shanice, I'm bad. That's my, that's my homie. She's the best. She's another great human. I try to tell you the whole thing is full with great humans. So Shanice, um, it really, really stopped me from flaring all the time, and it definitely gives me a lot more energy. Um, and so I do that. I, I, I smoke weed. I have gotten my spiritual life intact. I definitely meditate. I listen to music that's above 532 hertz, which also helps with depression. Anyone who is out there um, struggling with depression, anxiety, please hit me up. I got I got some answers for you, some things you can do, some daily things you can do, and you'll start to see um, things differently, and you'll start to feel differently. I try to keep myself aligned and centered. Um, I wear stones, and I charge them under the full moon, and the moon <laughs> even before Beyonce Wait, said up. it. Hold up, hold up. Pull out the stones. Yeah. I, I I I wear rose quartz every day. I wear citrine. Um, yeah, you gotta just, keep yourself just, together. Yeah, and I I reject negative energy now. Like because of lupus, because you know how it, stress can flare us. Yeah, being stressed or being anxious can make us go into a flare, which, which means I can go Anything. in a hospital, right? So. I don't deal with a lot of stuff anymore. Like, if, if your energy is bad, I just don't mess with you. I don't rock I mean, with but you. but nobody should do that. But, like, people should try and do better. 
That's really what it is. Everyone needs to try and do better to be nicer to each other so that way you won't be stressed out. Soraya said, now my now my mom's a pothead. Soraya, you already knew I smoked bud. I already told oh, you that. What are oh, you talking about? Everything comes out on the podcast. <laughs> There's no secrets here. No, certain ones I'd be like, don't, don't, don't watch that one. Don't. Just take it off. Just take that off. <laughs> but anyways, thank you for being here. Thank yeah, you guys no for tuning in. Please check out the video at the end. Um, it is video from the days that we talked about today. And thank you everyone for tuning in. I love you. Bye bye. All day, and look what they're doing. As soon as the as soon as the sun goes down, nobody did anything. See what they're doing right now? We've been peaceful all day. Out here since 5:30. Look at that. No one did nothing. Look at that. Nobody did anything. But they'll paint a narrative on television as if people were violent. They just did this. Use water. Use water. Everyone was peaceful. This is what they do. This is what they do. Fuck the pigs! Out here gassing these damn kids. We're just starting gassing. Yes, you're just walking All right, so y'all, we just got fucking tear gas. Yeah? yeah. Tell Facebook Live, the police in Prestonsburg don't give a fuck hey, about hey, us. Yeah. They just tear gas us. I had milk just poured on me and some vinegars, some wild shit. People are, people are trying to take it off your face. shooting at us in the street in Fredericksburg. Hey, I can't hear her. What she need? We're, we're, we're by the police station. We're walking back to the CVS. We're walking up in the Fuck you! You ain't shit! Hey, roll up your windows. There's tear gas up there. Please protect your face. Yeah, y'all, it's wild there. Literally tear gassing people out here. Yeah. No, we not all right. People are pouring milk on each other in fucking Fredericksburg. This is how they treat us in Fredericksburg.